When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to our content in the new year. We are finally out of our New Year's extravaganza season. I hope that was supportive for you. I hope you guys came up with lots of cool new ideas and goals. And Today, normally on Mondays, we do a little coffee chat, we catch up, we talk about the plans that we made for the year or the month or the season, and today I'm still in pre-record mode, meaning that I am recording this in December, and I don't know what my goals are. I don't know what I'm doing for the year or what's coming up on the podcast in the coming week. I just am over here back in the past trying to get ahead so I can take a couple of weeks off between seasons. So I thought this would be a perfect time for us to do a highly requested episode, and that is to talk about our no spend year. So my husband and I, for the year of 2024, have decided to do a no spend year. Now, here's the thing. I'm a seven. So when we say my husband and I decided... I got overly excited about an idea that I had and committed to the bit and my husband is now involved. Our life is now (laughs) centering around this desire that came to me. Okay, that is more accurate. But I love him for that because here's the thing. I get these ideas in my head. I get so excited about them. I become very attached and then it changes our lives in a good way. You know, maybe we do something adventurous or we have a a life-changing experience. I think the no spend year is not going to be any different than that. I think we're entering into a life-changing year for us. So I am very excited. So let's get into what this looks like. So for the first thing we probably need to talk about is what is a no spend year? I personally am approaching this from the sense that we are spending only on essentials. Now, some people do a low spend year where they spend just a little or maybe they have one or two areas in which they feel like they're overspending and they want to cut back. So maybe they don't buy clothes for the year, but they're allowed to buy as much coffee or go out to eat as much as they want. For us, it is really about cutting out all extraneous expenses and really just getting down to bare minimum basics. Now, we're doing this both for our home and I'm doing it in my business. And I've always kind of run my business this way. I just, I love a low overhead business. I do not want to have a ton of expenses. Every expense for me is constantly scrutinized. I'm always going, is this worth it? Is this valuable? Because to me, having a low overhead business means that I get to work only 
enough to support myself in the bare minimum. Like I do not want to be burnt out. I do not want to be overextended. I don't want to be responsible for a ton of expenses in my business. And because that means little old me is going to have to figure out a way to pay for that every month. And I'm, that is not of interest to me. Okay. So all of that to say, doing that even more in my business in 2024. So cutting down expenses, and then we're doing the same thing at home. So let's talk quickly about why we're doing a no spend year. So we just have some financial goals that we would like to work toward. I mean, I have student loans. My husband has some student loans, not as many as me. I'd love to be debt free. We want to buy a house. We want to be ahead on things that we'll talk about specifically in just a little bit. Like I don't, I want to be ahead of my finances, especially as a business owner. I think oftentimes it can feel like I am just a little bit ahead and I really want to be a lot a bit ahead. I want peace in my life. And one of the ways that I'm trying to do that is by getting ourselves kind of in advance of where we need to be. I also just want to change my relationship to consumerism in general. I'm an Enneagram 7. I like to feel good. I like to be happy. I like to be satisfied. And I found that post, I feel like it it really amped up during COVID because I couldn't go anywhere. So like the year of 2020 and like a year and a half, we really did stay home almost all the time. And I think what I kind of built in a habit of like buying things even more as a support to that. Now, I'm not going to say that I didn't have spending, like buying thing as a coping mechanism before that, but I think it really ramped up for me at that time because I couldn't travel. I couldn't do any of the other things that I would normally do. And I often will underestimate the cost of joy. So I'll think, okay, I really want to do this thing. I have this idea. I, I want to like work on this thing. I'll underestimate the cost both financially and the stress that that will put on me post having that experience. I am like rose colored glasses about it. I'm like, oh, everything's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. I really want to work on that. I want to change where I find my joy, where I connect to consumerism, how I'm consuming I want to do this both for my personal growth, but also for the environment, also for my sense of stability and and safety in my life. Like these are things that I've like grown to prioritize as I've gotten older that I am, I'm kind of just now thinking are important in my life. Like I've always been very comfortable with risk, very comfortable with what I want to do when I want to do it, right? So I'm changing, I'm shifting, and I feel like this is going to kind of take us in the direction that we really want to be going in. So that is why we are doing it. Now let's get into what our personal rules are. Now, I want to preface this by saying this is my proposal. So my husband and I are going to have a negotiation. I'm proposing here's what I think we should do. He's going to say, here's what I think you're not thinking about, or here's what I'm worried about, or here's what I'm thinking. And we're going to come to a place together. But I'm going to share with you the proposal that I am giving to him. 
and we'll see how this evolves and I'll keep you guys updated. So the plan, the proposal is no spending. (laughs) So no shopping, no traveling unless it's for work. And the caveat there is that it has to be completely paid for by work. I have often in the past taken the cost of travel onto myself or at least not even been fully compensated for travel because I want to travel so much that if someone was willing to bring me somewhere, I was willing to make that happen. Now, with that in mind, that is always something I would underestimate the cost of. And I'm trying to break that habit. I'm trying to know my worth and ask for the compensation that I should be asking for when it comes to travel. I find that to be very difficult. (laughs) And so I'm hoping this will kind of break that mold. Like sometimes I'll be invited to speak at a conference and maybe that conference is unpaid and the travel is unpaid. I should be turning those opportunities down unless there is a direct benefit to me in some way. Just because I want to have the experience, that is not enough of a benefit. And this is what I'm trying to learn. Okay, so no traveling unless it's for work or maybe we figure out, you know, like a day trip situation. I don't know how that will go, but I think in general, that's the plan. Now, other things we are setting budgets for, like there are some things that are extra that we know we're not going to live without. And so we're going to talk about ways to do that. So one of those things being a coffee budget. We're going to loop coffee that we have at home into our grocery budget. So that is part of that. But our personal coffee budget, like we, we both love to go out for coffee. I don't have my office space anymore, so I'm going to work from coffee shops a lot. I cannot be home all day every day, right? I've got to get out. <laughs> I can't. So we're going to figure that out. We're going to have a budget for coffee. My proposed budget is $150 a month. Um, which I think is doable. And that's for the both of us. So we would have $75 a month to spend on coffee. I also will propose that we have a parking pass for downtown. So Asheville's parking is insane. I've had a parking spot in downtown for about two years now through my co-work. And so I think we should buy a parking pass downtown because we know that we're going to be going to the same coffee shop over and over and over again, and there's no parking. The parking is paid there, and it is pretty expensive. So it it will be worth it, I think, to have a parking pass. Okay, the next one here is our personal spend. So we currently do personal spend of $300 each per month. And that is what we just spend our money on whatever we want. I typically use it to buy clothes or, you know, for my newly subscription. I have FabFitFun. I like to use it for that. Obi uses his, you know, we don't really pay attention to what each other use our spend money on. We have separate bank accounts where we just spend our spend money on whatever we want. So we're going to lower that down to $100 each per month. So I think that's very doable. It keeps, I think it's going to keep us from being so restricted that we can't sustain it, you know, because we need a little bit room to play. Like if I go over the coffee budget, 
Um, can that can come out of my personal. If I want to just grab a quick lunch while I'm out, I can that can come out of my personal. If I really want a new sweater, I could use my personal for that, but maybe I don't want to. That seems like a lot. Let's say I want to go visit my friends in Chicago who I love very much. I can save my personal up for multiple months and put that toward a plane ticket, right? So these are some options we have available. The next one is eating out. So eating out is going to be $100 a month. This is significantly lower than we currently spend. I don't think we eat out a ton. Honestly, I think maybe we eat out, if I'm being realistic, I would say we eat out for dinner maybe once or twice a week. And for lunch between the two of us, I would say we're probably eating out three or four times a week, maybe two to four times a week between the two of us. So with that in mind, I think this will save us a ton of money, but we'll still feel special. So like on my birthday, we can go out to a nice dinner, but then eat at home for the most of the rest of the month. And I think that will work just fine. So moving on, the other thing we're going to work toward or that I'm proposing is using sinking funds. So if you haven't heard of sinking funds before, it's essentially just putting a little bit of money away each month versus spending a bunch of money at once. People do this for things like vacations, Christmases. People do this for bills. So people will literally save up their entire power bill for a year and then pay it at the beginning of the year. Now, the way we're going to do this, we're going to use it for things like birthday for the kiddo, Christmas presents, potentially going to Chicago for Thanksgiving if we decide to do that. Putting away a bit each month versus spending it all at once kind of out of nowhere. Now, the goal for this to me is to get ahead on this kind of thing for the future. So eventually we can add in vacations Even I think insurance is a really good one to do this for because your insurance is kind of a set rate that you can pay in advance. And I would love to be kind of paying that ahead of time. Now, beyond this, our goal is to lower any variable expense that we have. So literally every single month, I'm going to be going through and looking at anything that could be cut. And what could be lowered, what bill could be lowered, anything that could be taken out that is extra. One of those things being subscriptions. We have a lot of subscriptions. We have Audible, YouTube, Spotify, Netflix, Disney, HBO, Amazon Prime. Like we have them all, okay? So I am going to propose that we cut our subscriptions down to just $50 a month. I think this is going to help us to prioritize the things that really matter to us and release the ones that don't. Then my budget for groceries. So right now, the way we do groceries is I buy what I want when I want it. I just go to the grocery store. I buy whatever I want. And y'all, that sentence, the reason that I do this is because never in my life did I think I would be able to do that. Okay. Like, I just want to like, I'm going to get a little emotional. Never in my life from like birth did I think that I would be able to just go into a grocery store and just 
by. <laughs> I'm like crying. Woo, that really hit. Okay. Ooh. Never did I think I would ever be able to just go into a grocery store and buy whatever I want and not keep a calculator while I'm like pulling groceries out, right? And I think that feeling is something that I have always wanted. And similarly, being able to just fill up my gas tank, right? Like that's something that I never thought I'd be able to do. And I can remember so much like doing $5 at a time for so many years, most of my life, right? So the moment that I felt like, okay, I've gotten to a point where I can do that, where I can just go to the store, buy whatever I want. I can fill my gas tank up whenever I want. I just kind of went a little crazy with it, right? I just kind of didn't regulate it at all. And I think now when I'm looking at like where the places we can cut money the most, it's groceries, it's groceries and eating out. So oftentimes our grocery bill is around $1,200 a month. There's three of us. We have, you know, every other week we have the kiddo. Those weeks are a little bit pricier because we can't do every plate. Every plate has cuts our bill down a lot, honestly. We can't do every plate and we have kiddo things to buy, you know, like we get them snacks and lunchbox items, things like that. And there's three of us. So it changes things. But the weeks that it's just me and Obes, it's a little trickier, right? So all of that to say, I'm not positive we'll be able to do this because we're cutting our eating out budget down. There's a high chance that our grocery budget will go up in proportion, you know, to kind of like compensate for the meals we're eating at home. So I don't know how this will go, but my suggested budget for groceries for a month is $700. Now I'm working really hard and this is a hobby for me. This is for fun, but I'm working really hard to learn how to make most of a lot of what we eat from scratch, which should cut our budget down significantly. If I'm buying ingredients versus things that are already made, that's typically pretty cheap. So we're looking at some solutions for ways to save money on groceries. Every plate is amazing for this because we get, when it's just Obi and I, we get a week's worth of dinners, like four nights of dinners for about $50, like $60. The tricky thing with that is we don't have leftovers for lunch. So then we like need to buy lunch leftovers. We've thought about, could we go up to a four-person subscription that prevents us from going to the grocery shop more often, which I think every time we go to the store, we end up buying a little bit more. And also, our kiddo doesn't really eat meat. They're just, they're mostly vegetarian. They'll kind of eat chicken. And every plate has some vegetarian meals, but not as many as some other meal delivery services have. So... We're just kind of playing with that because every plate is the most affordable. So that's kind of what we're toying with. We might still do every other week. We get every plate every other week. We don't. And I've considered every other week getting the CSA box. Um, We used to do this one in Asheville called Mother Earth. It's year round. And they can just deliver ingredients to your house. And it's a little bit more cost effective and You're supporting local farms, which feels really good. It would prevent me from going to the grocery stores frequently, which I think is a really good thing for us. So 
all of that to say, we're playing with ways to save money on groceries. The budget, the intended budget is $700. we will see in our monthly update how that goes. <laughs> okay. The next one here is health and wellness. So that I'm suggesting $60, um, potentially for us to have a gym membership. I still have Copilot. I'm still working with Copilot. I'm obsessed with it. I might want to work that into our budget once if our contract ends together. But for now, I'm obsessed and I, I really, I don't know what I'll do if we quit working together. I'll figure that out when the time comes. But that's kind of it. Like that's, that's suggested. Like things we'll be spending money on are coffee, eating out once a month, Say we'll save for things like Christmas and Thanksgiving and things like that. We're going to budget for our subscriptions, budget for our groceries, and have a budget for like our health and wellness, you know, our gym membership. So here is what I'm looking forward to about this. I'm really looking forward to the creativity that this is going to demand of me. I love finding new and creative ways to have fun, and I think that I've kind of gotten complacent with just easily being able to entertain myself with the kind of the world at my fingertips. Like anytime I want to, I can just run to Target. And that's like not that fun, but it feels like fun to my brain because I'm getting that little dopamine release, I guess. So I'm looking forward to getting creative, finding new ways to have fun. Like all in the summer, we can like go for picnics, go for walks by the river, go swimming in swimming holes. Like all of that stuff is free. And that is something I'm really looking forward to. I'm looking forward to changing my mindset around money. Really thinking about taking care of future me instead of just doing what current me really thinks would feel fun right now. I'm looking forward to owning a home and doing hard things to make that really possible for us. And I'm looking forward to all the skills that I'm going to get to build in this process. I've learned how to make bagels. I've learned how to make Japanese milk bread. I've learned how to, I'm doing a sourdough starter. I'm going to make vanilla extract soon. You know, I'm, I'm learning how to make brown sugar and just all these like fun new hobbies and skills. That's like heaven for me as a seven. And Finally, you know, the question is, am I nervous? And I think I'm more excited than I am nervous because I have had months to prepare and I've watched myself kind of acting out already like, oh, I need to buy all this stuff in order to be prepared for the no spend year. I don't want to go into the new no spend year without X, Y, or Z. Y'all, we have the most expensive dishware. <laughs> like, we bought it over time. You know, my first few things from it were gifted to me and then we've just kind of slowly bought it. The brand kind of gifts it to me sometimes. But I like broke a plate today and I was like, okay, I'm going to go replace that plate. The plate is $50. Now, to be fair, when we bought it, the plates were like, I think 26, maybe 30, which felt really high at the time. But now I'm like, if I break a plate next year, I'm not going to go spend $50 on a, on one plate. I am in full support of that company. I I know that that $50 is going into the hands of their workers and that's very cool and not really feasible for me right now while I'm trying to like save up to buy a house, you know? 
And these are the kind of things that I'm kind of looking forward to noticing and paying attention to and just kind of adjusting my mindset around. I also know that we're going to be very flexible about it. Like we're going to check in every single month to see what's working, what's not working, what's next. And we're going to try in January to spend $700 only on groceries. And then we'll see if that's possible. And then we'll make an adjustment from that place. We aren't locked into this particular plan because we made it up without any experience, right? Without even trying. So it's definitely going to shift and it's going to change over time. It's going to become more lived in and manageable. But in general, this is the intended, this is the intention. So I hope that this is interesting to you. (laughs) If it, and maybe it will spur you to kind of think about ways that you could lower your spend this year. And I will make sure to keep you all updated as time goes on as to how this is going, how it feels. As for now, I will see you in the next one. Bye.